The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars Popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Blessed Sebastian of Apparicio. I came as soon as I received your letter. You are just in time, Don Julio. Brother Sebastian is dying. Is there anything I can do? Pray with us. There was a time I did not believe in prayers. It was Sebastian who led me to God. Uh, who, Who is this? Where are you? He doesn't recognize me. Fever. Where are you? He's talking to himself. He's been our staff, Benrod, ever since he joined us. How long ago, Uh, Brother Hernando? It's more than 25 years, I think. It was 26 years ago. Sebastian was 72 then. I know it. It was the last time I saw him. Yes, he is 98 now. I hope God might grant him the grace to reach his 100th birthday, but now I don't know how we shall manage without him. He begged for our food, house to house, as far as Mexico City and Zacatecas. He's been our daily bread. Uh, Brother Hernando. Yes, I'm here, Brother Sebastian. I, I must be off to Mexico City. I must gather corn for the winter. Harness the mule cart. Uh, you, you there. Why do you lurk in the shadows? I cannot... I cannot see who you are. You, you there. Speak, speak to me, please. Have I wronged you? Forgive me. 
Don't you recognize me, Sebastian? Ah, ah, Don Julio, is it really you? You did come to share my last moments. Sebastian, you will recover. We we must celebrate your hundredth birthday. Now, now, you hear the bells? Yes, they, they toll for me. Soon I shall be with God. I I want only to be ready. I am sure you are. I I am unworthy to come before the throne of heaven with my my record of my wasted youth and middle age. No, no, no. Who should know better than I? After all, I, I know your whole life before you came here. You and I... We started as enemies, but parted as friends. We still are friends. We never really parted. I've treasured your letters. And I, yours, you are too kind. Me? I am the sinner. Vain, greedy, foolish. You showed me the good life. Uh, You have not changed. You still flatter me, but my youth in old Spain, Aparicio, wasted, wasted. No, Sebastian, you're wrong. Was it your fault you were born a handsome boy and the women pursued you? I was tempted often. But you were strong. You fled from the widow at Salamanca. I was apprenticed. I... I failed in my duty to her. It was your duty to God to resist her. What of my duty to the two farmers in San Lucar? I I deserted them. Their wives were wantons. Made the farmers jealous of you. Didn't they threaten to beat you? No, no. I, I should have let them. It was their legal right over an apprentice. An unjust law. Wrong in the eyes of God. I know you spent every spare moment alone in your room in prayer and contemplation. And as soon as you saved enough money for your sister's dowry, off you went to America. I had heard of the seven cities of gold. I was greedy. Don't berate yourself. I watched your every step from peonage to wealthy merchant and a position of respect in the community. I was much younger and ambitious, and I must admit, jealous of you. At first, I thought you were a hypocrite, but I judged you as I was myself, with the evil inside me. Julio, how can you be sure? By your actions. The way you lived, your deeds with the poor, the church. I remember when I first arrived at the Pueblo de los Angeles. You made your mark at once. Our poor soil yielded bad crops for everyone, all except for you. You, with your skillful hands, you invented new tools, you made your own plows and wax. And sold them at a profit. Uh-huh. Why not? I should have given them freely to help my neighbor. You gave freely to the poor farmer. Yeah, but not to you, Don Julio. <laughs> I could afford to pay. Your plows made me rich. 
all the townspeople looked up to you. Even the Indians. You were the only one they trust to settle their disputes. You were like a judge to them. How did I use that trust? Remember the trial? Was I fair? Order! Order! I will not tolerate bickering here. Now, you chose me as arbiter, and I intend to administer justice to the best of my ability. Proceed. Don Julio de Vega, what have you to say? My dear Don Sebastian... No flattery, please. I hold no title. Oversight, surely. It will be corrected as soon as the governor and his majesty are properly informed of your good deeds here. Aiding the poor, giving to the church... Don Julio, I must caution you. We are friends, but your flattery will not influence my judgment. Now... Get to the point, please. Very well, Sebastian. This Indian, Quintoxel, claims as his own the south portion of my cornfields, which he has farmed for me. He has been repaid with a generous quarter portion of the grain. Now, an agreement is an agreement. I inherited the deed from my father, the late Don Fernando, who received it from His Majesty's own hand. But Quintoxel asserts a prior claim from his grandfather, who was emperor of all this land before the invasion. Not invasion, Sebastian. Exploration. Call it what you will. Exploration in the royal name of their majesties and by divine right. But to the Indian, it is plunder. The stealing of his birthright. Oh, come, Sebastian. What is the Indian but a savage? He is a Christian. His father was one of our first converts. We have an agreement. May I see it, please? Yes, I see. He agreed to farm the land for you, Don Julio, for ten years in return for his quarter share. But more than this, he did it for the right to the plows and to learn our modern methods of agriculture. But, Sebastian... I have heard enough. Then talk so. Another twelve moons you will continue as now. And then the plows and the tools are yours. And the land is yours once again. I had to come, Sebastian. I never thought I'd forgive you, your decision in favor of the Indian. But that's a long time ago, and so much water under the bridge. Come, Don Julio. You're not much poorer for the decision, are you? And the Indians have remained our friends. No massacres here as in the north of Mexico. Oh, Sebastian, you're so much wiser than I. Come, sit down. Have a tequila. Thank you. But I prefer the more old Spain flavor of your amontillado. Well, as you wish. Well, God has been good to you, Sebastian. Rich estates, servants, well-stocked wine cellar. Come, come. What brings you here? Well, I should resent your tone. You do not trust me. <laughs> you never come without some request, Don Julio. I should be fired with anger. A drink. The Amontillado will quench the flame. Ah, now right you are. <laughs> Excellent bouquet. Allow me to make you a gift of six flasks. You are most generous. Uh, Sebastian, I'm the bearer of good tidings. The government has recognized your industriousness. Your coaches run regularly from Zacatecas to Mexico City, laden with goods for trading. You're a true pioneer, and I have it from an excellent source that the government wishes to appoint you official representative of the Postal Service. I am in your debt for the news. Only, um... Ah, what? Well, you'll need more coaches and vehicles. You know I make my own wagon. 
<laughs> you and your skillful hands, you leave no room for anyone else to earn a peso. But horses, you need many. And where will you find them except at the best stables in Mexico City? Yes, that's true. Then you agree to purchase from me. I will purchase them from the best stables. Oh, Sebastian, you're incorrigible. <laughs> I am willing to buy from you, Don Julio, uh, if the price is right. Oh, Sebastian, I'll, I'll never understand such fastidious honesty. Sebastian, the government wants you to construct new roads from here to Zacatecas. Sebastian, do you realize this will make you immensely wealthy? I'll be honest. I applied for the contract. <laughs> but what do I know of road building? Mm -hmm. Don Julio, you do not fool me, nor the governor. If you acquired the contract, you would only sublease it to me and grab the fat profit in between. Uh, well, what do you know of road building? Nothing. But I shall learn, and I shall do it well. Yes, that is the difference between us. Everything is possible for you. God's hand is on you. I do not have your industry. I would never learn. While I grow fat on rich foods and the wines cripple my legs with gout, you still toil with your own body. I envy you, but I cannot try as I will. <laughs> there is much good in you, Don Julio. And you will help a friend to earn a small profit? Ah, there it is again. Well, I can supply you with whatever you need to build the roads. All the equipment, tools, even the slaves. No, no. These roads shall not be built with the blood of slaves. Sometimes I think there's the blood of priests in you. I never move without prayers to God. But Julio, I thank him for all my earthly goods. And for the sake of God, let an old friend have a chance to express the same gratitude. Oh, this is blasphemy, you sly fox. What do you say? Uh, huh? If the price is right. What is it this time, old friend? Uh, now, at least you acknowledge my intentions as friendly. Uh, we have grown older together. And I know you, not merely for your sins. There is goodness in you, Don Julio. Oh. You are, um, uh, how old now, Sebastian? Sixty? Yes. You've never married? No. Uh, you do much good. Mm. I do what I can. It is as if God asks it of me. But you're not vowed to God. Yet you refuse to give your greatest gift. My greatest gift? Yourself. I would, if God asked it. But how would you recognize a sign from God? I don't know. Then perhaps this is a sign. There is a beautiful girl, a mere maiden of 16, who admires you, adores you from afar. She would marry you. At my age? Oh, she's had a wretched life. Parents are dead, but her relatives assure me... That their only purpose is the girl's happiness, huh? Don Julio, is there no hypocrisy attached? To inherit an old man's wealth and when I die to rule a young widow's estate? No, I have seen the girl. She's sincere. Her heart is pure. I do not think God would deny her. Nor will you if you see her. Now, let me arrange a meeting. Very well. If it be God's will. Oh, my heart sorrows for you, Sebastian. Thank you for your solicitude. Ah, to die so young. You made her happy these five years. She was 
both wife and daughter to me. I shall miss her so very much. She gave light and warmth to this big house. Sebastian, need this light go out forever? What? Oh, please, Sebastian, as you've always entreated me to come straight to the point... Oh, give me no rest even in mourning. What is your request now? There is a woman, the widow Vittoria. She is in need. Very well. I shall send her a generous bequest in memory of my beloved Maria. She is in need of a husband. Oh, no. Oh, forgive me, my ill-chosen moment. The widow talks of no one but you. Your generosity, your good deeds. She's even more suited to you than... Don Julio, I will not think of it. No, no, never. Ah, yes, you will. You have too generous a heart not to share it. Poor Sebastian. Ah, my friend, you... Ah, you have come to see me breathe my life. No, no, no. Where is your faith in God? You will recover. And this beautiful house has been clothed in mourning this past year, ever since Vittoria's death. Ah, oh, my poor Vittoria. You were happy together. I am dying. I, I, I cannot stop coughing. Are you decreeing your own last rites? You who always look for a sign from heaven? Oh, he is coming, the angel of death. You see him? Uh, no, no, not yet. And stop searching for him. You old fraud. You, you want to make me laugh now? No, live. If anyone can beat back the black shadow, it is you. I... I must say goodbye, old friend. Is this the last time we shall see each other? Yes. I think so. This, um... Garment you wear. The habit of the Third Order of St. Francis. Will not change your mind. My dear Don Julio, you will do as I say. Here is the legal document. I know, I know. Everything you possess, you are giving over to the poor Clares. With deepest joy. All through my illness, when you despaired for my life, you urged me to look for a sign from heaven. I now realized, Don Julio, the entire illness was a sign from God, a warning to me. Are you sure? I always urged you to come straight to the point, but it is I who, all my life, took the most roundabout route to come to the true point of my life. And at last, I have arrived. Now you may laugh at me, Don Julio. Oh, I cannot laugh, Sebastian. For me, you have been God's instrument. You have shown me to myself all my weakness, my vanity. You are a good man, Don Julio. You have always loved God. Now you expect me to laugh? No. God be with you. Adios. And God go with you, Sebastian. Brother Hernando, is there nothing for our evening meal? No, Father Esteban. Brother Paolo is a good cook, but he cannot cook stones and weeds. He suggests another fast day. Only God and our newest novice, Sebastian, can help us now. Well, he's an old man, past 70. How can he provide enough food for more than 100 men? Oh, but he has such fervor. He pleaded that I let him go over the mountains to Mexico City to beg, house to house. But how much can an old man carry? What? Come in. 
Forgive me for intruding, Father Esteban. I have brought these sacks for Cook. Sebastian, you are exhausted. There is enough corn to feed us all for a week. Tomorrow, if you will allow me, I will start for the south. Sebastian, forgive me for doubting you. God's grace is with you. I could not have carried such burdens. Now come, you must bathe and rest. Uh, please, Father Esteban, may I go tomorrow? Father Esteban, let me go with him. You shall both go. And take the mule cart. Poor beast. He will not climb this hill of rocks. Oh, I do not blame him. Oh, look, Sebastian. Our feet are bleeding. We cannot stop here. Night is falling. He can't get a footing on these rocks. We must get to that farm about two miles the other side of the hill. Come, boy. Come, mule. Oh. We are all creatures of God. We have a hundred mouths to feed, and our cart is still half empty. Come, boy. Come, mule. God wants you to work. God wants you to move over this hill. He's, he's moving. He's moving. Oh, I don't know how you do it, Sebastian. You have a way with these animals. Cover up, Sebastian. We're getting drenched. Oh, pitch black. We cannot move another step. We cannot stop here. We are lost, I tell you. There is a deep ravine below. One misstep and we'll be killed. You, you see that light? Huh? Where? There. To the right. Those, those men. I don't see a thing. Why? It is as bright as day. They're motioning us on and lighting the way. Sebastian, are you sure? Have no fear. Come, let us go on. There, toward the light. Thank God, and thank you, Sebastian and Hernando. You have done well. God is full. <laughs> Enough food for weeks. Are you ill, Brother Hernando? I am exhausted, Father Esteban. And you, Brother Sebastian? With your blessings, Father, I shall start out again tomorrow. But the mule seems lame. I shall go on foot. Is this wise, Sebastian? Oh, please, Father Esteban, let him go. He is no ordinary man. God is with him. Angels light the way. I saw it with my own eyes. Wild animals eat out of his hand. And when he begs, he can move stone hearts. No one at whose door he knocks turns him away empty-handed. God go with you, Brother Sebastian. Ah, the bells are still tolling. And you still hear them? That is good, Father Esteban. He is lucid. Father again. Esteban. Yes, yes. Brother Hernando. Yes. Don yes. Julio, my friend. Please tell me. Soon I shall come before the highest judge. Shall I be able to face him? I must know. Am I worthy of his grace? Don Julio, my friend. My dear Sebastian. 
I only pray when my time comes that God in his infinite mercy grant me the grace I am sure he will bestow upon you when you come before his throne of judgment. You have earned it. Knowing you and your friendship has been the only true richness of my life. My, my kind friend, thank you. You never change. Still flattering me. Brother Sebastian, here now. Take this warm soup. I, 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 I cannot, I cannot swallow. Poor Sebastian. Food won't stay down. He won't be able to take the blessed sacrament. Ah, ah, the sacrament. The blessed sacrament. Please, Father Esteban, I beg you one last request. Put me on the bare floor. Place the sacrament before me that I may adore it. I will bring the blessed sacrament and place it so that you will see it. Oh, thank you, dear Jesus, for bearing my sins on the cross. Thank you, dear God, my soul is yours. Thank you for all the good on earth and in heaven. Thank you for the cleansing of our sins, for the goodness that men on earth feel in your name, for the kindness they have always shown me. I go to you in joy and gladness. And so Sebastian poured out his soul in thanksgiving to God on the bare floor of his cell in the year 1600, in the 99th year of his life. More than 300 miracles are attested to in his name. I know it is only a matter of time before Brother Sebastian of Apparicio will be beatified. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony's Shrine, Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me 
at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.